0: Hi, I'm Sally Lucas. Our staff provide the best value for your holiday experience. Contact us today on 49298600 or visit our website, travelonking.com.au, to create your dream. To NURFM, this is Talking Travel, and we do it for our sponsor, Travel on King, right after Graham Gouldnan and Sunburn, in fact. And uh, Sally Lucas, we're taking a look today at um, travel insurance and the sorts of things you should be aware of when you're looking at it. Definitely, Jane. It's a very important issue, as we all know. I mean, travel insurance, first of all, let's say it's an absolute must to to take it out. And people usually do, of course. But there's a lot of insurance offered supposedly is called free when you pay by your credit card provider. Now, I don't think there's anything like a free lunch, really. So... When it's free, there's always going to be some sort of um, difference to a standalone policy that you would take out separately. And what a lot of people don't do is check with their credit card provider or bank what the insurance company or who the insurance company is, the underwriter, and what are they covered for or what are they not covered for, more importantly, exclusions, and also excess. And uh, some of them, you know, on the normal policies might only have a $500 or $100 excess, or you can pay a small amount on a standalone policy to waive that. Some of these cases that I've read, which was in the money section of the Sydney Morning Herald this week, have had a $3,000 excess on their policy. Oh, so you pay the first 3000 Yes. Mm. So, I mean, that is not what you want. And there's been other cases where um, a couple had to fly home unexpectedly due to an emergency with their grandson having to have an appendectomy from cut their holiday short and they'd got the free, so-called free insurance on their credit card and unfortunately they don't consider a grandchild immediate family. Ah, yes. So it's covering you and immediate family so they weren't covered for their airfares to come home. Um, and all these people are trying to fight, you know, to get their their money back. Of course, the other one was where um, someone was travelling within Australia, and had actually got their flights, domestic flights, on frequent flyer points, and had just put their accommodation on their credit card. Went to claim. The husband got suddenly ill, wasn't pre existing, so all that was fine. Fine print. You've got to have booked your airline tickets and it's not even shown on the website. So you, you've got to get a copy of the policy. You know, you just. Read it very carefully. You've got to read it very carefully. And a lot of people are getting caught up in this now. So, And then the other thing is, they will do everything to deny the claim and you will fight for months and months and months, and you might have to go to your ombudsman or someone if you are really genuine. Another one was where a gentleman's wife was diagnosed with Alzheimer's just before they were due to go on holidays, and they denied their claim, saying it was a mental illness, whereas he's fighting that in the court, saying it's not mental, it's neurological. Mm. And also you'll find that most companies will not cover you for mental illnesses either. Mm-hmm. Um And usually, though, QBE have just recently, um, there are some, you know, um, certain clauses you'll have to read, but they do cover for certain types of mental illnesses. So that is one that we know does if you want to check into that particular policy. But just be so careful. I mean, it's just there's lots of little pitfalls with insurance. And even when you take out your standalone policy with your travel agent or whoever you're taking it out with, just make sure that it's explained to you fully. And if you're not sure... Or if they can't, the person, like for example, a travel agent isn't an insurer. That they are there to offer you the insurance and can take it out on your behalf, and we do have to do courses, you know, about the insurance, but we don't know every little nitty gritty fine detail. But you'll always be given a toll free number oh, that so you can, you can ring. contact yes. the company yes, directly. direct. So always do that if you're not completely sure, you don't think you've been given enough information. There's always a way of checking. And are there likely to be different levels of cover needed for different countries? Yes, and there's a lot of countries like we might have mentioned a. A mile back, Jane, maybe a couple of months ago, where you they won't admit you unless you have proof of an insurance policy. So, check that with any of the countries you're going to. Check again with your provider or check with your travel agent is it compulsory? Do I have to carry my policy with me? So, some people don't, they just leave it at home, and then when they come home, they say, oh, I've got a claim and they can claim or not claim, whatever the case may be. But you may have to carry that policy with you. So, all these things need checking quite fully because you don't want to be caught short. And I mean, an overseas holiday is an expensive thing in in itself. So, you know, you don't want to be wasting money uh, unnecessarily. You want to make sure you're covered, number one, but covered correctly and just make sure of what you're covered for. Turning now to a lovely country, France, and a lovely way of getting around, barge cruising along a French river. Um, where are we off to now, Sally Lucas? Okay, Jane. We're off to the Burgundy or Burgundy region of France, and the vessel I'm going to talk about is l'impressioniste, which was the vessel we went on a couple of years ago. Which is a deluxe hotel barge, and it, this particular one only takes twelve passengers. Um, some only take eight or ten, um, and very few take more than. 12. So it's a very intimate way of cruising, but it's also a wonderful way to finish up your holiday. You know, just that that eight days of complete relaxation and beautiful food and wine. Now, honestly, I thought we had enough food and wine on that particular trip, but they're even expanding further to make it more immersive yeah. with on-location cooking classes, behind-the-scene tours, um, exclusive wine cheese and gourmet mustard tastings. So it's going to appeal to uh, the gastronomes of this world, I think. Uh, they would really love it. You'll even have private wine tastings and even daily cooking demonstration by the Hotel Barge's onboard master chef. And they always use local ingredients all along the way. They're... You'd be stopping on the canal and picking up someone's hen's eggs or someone's this or that. You know, it's it's fantastic. Dijon, they go into the markets and get all the stuff from the fresh from the markets. And Dijon, of course, being famous for the Dijon mustard, mm-hmm. and you can do mustard tastings and all this sort of thing as well. But there's a lot of highlights, and they go to an exclusive cheese tasting at Abbé de Citeaux, where the Cistercian monks have been making cheeses since the 1920s. And then you visit the marketplace, as I said in Dijon. Jean and you do a lunchtime cooking lesson in there. Um, you also visit um, a vineyard called the Vigne de l'Enfant Jesus and it's a famous vineyard owned by the domain of Bouchard Père et Fils or, or Father and Son. It's a very famous um, vi- vineyard within the um, Burgundy region and they explain there of course uh, the insight into the production of their Grand Cru and Premier Cru wines. So wonderful thing and then you go to a private lunch prepared by Michelin star Chefs at the Chateau de Beaune, which has been owned by the winery since 1820. So if you're thinking of a really gastronomic experience, go Lampression East next year. I think it will be absolutely fabulous. Not Burgundy, a lovely area with so many famous products. It is, <laughs> Jane. It is really fabulous. And of course you get to visit some lovely chateaus and all sorts of things as well, mm. and the villages. And, and you've got bikes on board, so you can actually... The cruises are that slow, um, you can actually almost do a a fast walk at the same pace that the barge travels at, and certainly a cycle ride. And then you just got to let people know which particular lock You'll be picking them up. Yeah, you know, they'll need to pick you up again, so they stop and get all the locks, of course. And you have time to get on board again while you go through the lock. It's <laughs> a fascinating way of travelling. It's beautiful. Sounds great. Shall we head south a little to the Cinque Terre now? The Cinque Terre, yes. I was mainly looking at this, well, just out of curiosity. Um, you always hear about like the two main trails, but one's called the Blue Path, which is the one of the most popular. It's visited by ninety-five percent of tourists in the regions. But there's also lots of other ones. The Rio Mar. Giori Ring, the Monterosso, Cornelia, Manarola, etc., Porto Venera. But there's actually a hundred trails Tra- yeah, go mm-hmm. network through the Cinque Terre, so there's quite a lot. So no, no excuse for not finding a trail to walk on, or find one with probably hardly anyone on it other than you. But some of them did have some damage. I can't remember exactly when it was, Jane, but they had a lot of rainfall at some stage not that long ago, and some of the tracks have been damaged. So just be careful when you're going there. Now there is a website you can. Uh, have a look at, which is called in i n chinquetera Cinque c i n q u e t e r r e dot com, then slash e n slash trails dash advice. But even if you sort of just googled in chinquetera, you'll, you'll come up. It'll come up with that for you. And there are four parts of these particular trails are closed for repairs at the moment, um, which until. 2019, one of them. It's not, mm. not supposed to act till 2019, which is the one of the main ones between Rio Margiura and Manarola. Uh, Manarola to Cornelia is closed till approximately 2018, they're saying, and also another trail, the Campiglia trail, till 2019 as well. And the main part of what they call the Sea Trail is closed as well. So you can still go there. There's plenty of trails, but there are bits of them that that are closed until further notice or until at least 2018 or 2019 but still a beautiful part of the world to visit. Just remember you've got to be pretty fit though because all these lovely little villages require many steps to get to your accommodation to and fro. So everything's perched on little hillsides, quite beautiful but um, yes a lot of steps involved. It's hot deals time. What's around at the moment in the travel marketplace Sally Lucas. Okay Jane, uh, Insight Vacations have got some incredible savings available on a range of holidays for this year covering North America and a range of tours within Europe and UK and even Christmas markets. So long as they book before 31 August there are savings to be had on around about a dozen of their programs so keep that in mind if you're wanting to book before 31 August. We were talking hotel barging weren't we? So even for this year now, I know we were talking about Lampression East for next year, but for this year they've got a last minute offer of two for one on the autumn range of cruises in September and October. So if you've just got that last minute Bit of holidays that you want to get away and want to get away this year, well, you can certainly get some wonderful savings of up to about five thousand dollars per cabin. That would would amount to so a fantastic saving if you can get away now. Um, and as I said, there are early booking offers as well for next year for twenty eighteen on the whole range of barge cruises with barge travel connection. And again, uh, th- if you book by thirty one August, there are savings on those of up to six thousand seven hundred euros. So keep that in mind for your barge cruises. We all like to save things oh we do well, nothing like a, a bargain um now uni world again they've got some offers it was, um, on their river cruises for this year and again until 31 august it's for a limited time they're uh, offering you 25% savings on the remainder of their 2017 cruises and it's like a first in best served sort of availability but for next year they've also got up until the end of um, September you've got a fly free offer on their 2018 um, cruises as well which is quite fantastic or you can also upgrade to a business class fare from under five thousand dollars per person which is quite wonderful as well. Now Australia we love our own Aussie country don't we? We do. Broom and Kimberley area. Now, this is, um, they've had this last year, actually, the El Cuestro on sale, they call it, and they've got it again for this year for the tail end of the season before they close. They close usually around about the third week of October and then open up again of course um, next year in about I think April they start their season again so they've got at El Questro Homestead the station and Emma Gorge so they've three standards of accommodation the homestead of course is your more up market and three nights there are from under $2,500 per person um, and you're also getting free transfers and a 20% uh, saving and you can add in an additional night at the Kununurra Country Club for an only extra 130 per person or if you just want to stay at the station three nights there is stay three and you're only paying for two or if you want to just camp or stay in the tented cabins at Emma uh, El Questro, Emma Gorge you've got three pay only two there. So this is from now until the end of the season and it also it starts up again for early next year um, so you can just get that first part of next year in as well when it's still a bit hot, I suppose, around that April time. And you've got on sale uh, until 31 October for next year and, again, uh, until sold out for this year. So that's great. I mean, it's a wonderful part of Australia. It's just such a beautiful, beautiful uh, part of our world, isn't it? I, very I just, special. Yeah, very, very special. And this is quite an interesting one, Jane. It's called Follow the Midnight Sun. Now, you know how we've talked about the Gruten and going there for, of course... The Aurora borealis. Well, of course you can do the opposite end of this spectrum and go when the sun never sets, they say. so out of the day that never ends. So yes, the sun's up until midnight virtually and uh, they've got a cruise tour put together here for small group departures it's 12 days uh, going from helsinki to bergen and it's for next year three, ten, seventeen 17 june 1 8 and 15 july and you start um in, in the southern finnish capital of helsinki you board the train to rob in the heart of lapland and there you travel north arriving in honigsberg which, uh, which is the nearest point to the north cape from the north pole and witness the midnight sun so you're getting six nights accommodation in four-star hotels and five nights Hurtigruton Coastal Voyage southbound from Kirkness to Bergen in outside cabins. Lots of inclusions. Um, obviously, you get all your meals on the actual cruise and you're getting tours along the way as well. So that's really fantastic. And that is from under $6,000 per person. So just something a little bit different. If you don't want to go in the cold, you can go when it's lovely and sunny. <laughs> sunny, maybe warm. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thank you. we're talking travel and we'll be doing it again next week thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle topics range from gardening to health well-being pet care finance business and travel you'll find them all at 2NURFM.com